because they're too focused on um you you um you know what with the Kardashians. Yeah, because they painting. No, Kardashians are paintings. They're plastic things. Yeah, that, that is very true, actually. <laughs> that, that's, a de- that's decent. That's decent as well. Right, um, uh, make sure you put that in the intro. You're listening to the Bro You Know podcast. A podcast hosted by two inspired wheelchair users that chat about their passion for sport and entertainment. I'm Cripple 1. And I'm Cripple 2. Roll it. Welcome back to another episode of the Bro You Know podcast, episode 10 this time. Um, right, um, I can't believe we made it this far. Double digits. Double digits. Big, it's actually decent. And we've got 10 subscribers as well, so that's something to be proud Noise. of. Noise! Parallel conspiracy theory. That's um, very to be proud of. Wait, what? <laughs> I, said um, a, I said a conspiracy theory, 10, 10, 10. No, I'm just saying because I said very to be proud of, so I was uh, confused. By like, literally. Like, like, literally, this, this Polish immigrant can't speak English. You call me? I ain't no Polish immigrant. Yes, you are. No, I'm a Polish migrant, actually. Get your facts right. Oh, correcting on the fly. Get your facts right. You're a French immigrant. Uh, a bet. Migrant. No. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't immigrate here because of, like, war or anything like that. That's technically the meaning of being an immigrant. Anyway, no more immigrant or migrant talks. We are migrant. Da, 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 da. Um, real bad How dare you? You're you're disgusting. You're 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 atrocious. You are. How dare you give any love? How dare you give any love to any Tottenham fans? How dare you? Stadium in football. I don't care. Actually, that's um, Allianz Arena, and it is called an arena, by the way. I think, anyway. Um, loads to get into. Uh, your usual NBA scores, um, news as well. I mean, it is a playoffs, so there isn't anything major to talk about apart from the playoffs. But uh, then you've got Cripple Two talking about your UFC two three six, and obviously, uh, and also. I, I promised you this last episode, but we that we will make a com- commitment to being on schedule, and from now on, uh, you're gonna get 150 real uploaded um, tomorrow instead of on today. On a Tuesday, because because of um, school commitments, that I wasn't able. But from from now from now on, everything should stick to schedule. We've had a rough week or week, two. Week and a half. Yeah, yeah so because of all the um, software issues and, uh, and things like that. But uh, I think it's all been sorted out. Um, and otherwise, let's get into the podcast. Right. Smooth transition as always. Right, so you've got your playoff day two. Um, um, no, we haven't even covered playoffs day one, so we just covered the opening weekend. So you want to cover opening weekend, even though I have highlights for opening date. I mean day two, like you asked me to. I I, ju- I just said, I said get all. I said get all the playoff games. No, you I did said not. You I did said, not say that. I, I no. might say, 
I might have said stop. Stop, stop scamming I'm yourself. Not, I'm not stop scamming, scamming me. I, I, I you did not saying, say no, that. I'm just. No, I I will be honest. I did say get last night's games, but get also in the post edit get um Saturday's games too. I just bloody finished the and this, this and this highlights thinking and that that's the only why, ones you wanted. And this is why. And this is why I'm your best friend. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure thing. So bro. are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, we will cover the whole weekend. Fine. Um, and basically, for it, especially now it's playoffs. If, like, because we um, we don't cover. We'll c- Fine. It, How yeah. about I keep the highlights I have, but then just mention all the games? No. No, no, oh. no. no, no. You ju- you're just trying to be a lazy sort of here. So you want me to... Download more highlights and edit yes, more highlights. Yes, I do. Damn. Haven't I, haven't I made that clear? By the way, shout out Zemo Pieto for those highlights. Shout, shout out Zemo. Right. Uh, um, put, put his links in the description as always. Of course we have to. Oh yeah, we. Oh yeah. Um, Brooklyn uh, pulled off an ups- uh, uh, pulled off an upset to Philly and won 111 to 102. Um, um, missed free throws, missed free throws, missed free throws. And Ben Simmons just being crap. Let's be real. Kardashian cursing again. He's having too much of that good stuff. Actually, speaking of curses, right? He's having too much of that good it's, stuff. No, no, no. Kendall Jenner. Yeah, well, who was I going to say? Yes, that's it. Drake. The Drake curse, right? Let me give you examples of the Drake curse. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, but this, uh, but can I just say that he wasn't pictured with any any 76 No, 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 I'm not saying about the 76 game. You had yeah, but I'm uh, talking about the Kardashian curse, which has been proved more often than the, than the Drake curse. Because every athlete that, that the Kardashians end up with, whether it be Lamar Odom, whether it be Tristan Thompson, whether, whether, it, whether it be Blake Griffin, whether it be Ben Simmons, whether it be um, Jordan Clarkson, um, Did you want to name more of them? And uh, there, there was one more. They, they were decent NBA players. And in, in Lamar Odom's case, Lamar Odom was an all-star. And then the se- the season after he starts, they they they, they all start dating a Kardashian. They become shit because they're too focused on um you you. Um, you know what with the Kardashians yeah because they painting no Kardashians are paintings they're plastic things yeah that, that is very true actually <laughs> that, that's a de- that's decent that's decent as well right um, uh, make sure you put that in the intro um, Kardashians right. are plastic things uh, what was I going to say right about the Drake curse though you, from your home nation France you had PSG playing Lille right do you know what happened just before that game, Drake met with Lavin Kujava. Do you know what happened after the woods? The, after that game, PSG lost five-one. Yeah, but yeah, but what I will say is another that... example. Aguero takes a selfie with Drake. Oh, hang on, he plays Tottenham afterwards. What happens after that game? They lose one-nil. I yeah, mean. But... Yeah, yeah. But oh, no, another example, Conor McGregor. Yeah, but that's yeah, but a, that's I, a big example. Can I, can I give you one example? Yeah, go on. Um, 
It was versus that New Zealand guy. Um, that that guy from New Zealand. Didier Drogba is the only person that cannot uh, that has not got the curse. That's the only person. And the Anthony Joshua as well. Nah, I mean that was a weird voice break, but no, Anthony Joshua as well because he took a picture with Drake before the Joseph Parker fight. And all right, he but it's still a curse. Okay, it's still a curse. Yeah, but the, yeah, but you mentioned four examples and then two examples where the Drake curse doesn't exist. When, when, but then the cur- actually that that that's gonna be our me- our main debate topic on on to on tomorrow's on tomorrow's takeaway debate. Sure. Let what me write the that worst down. curse? R- write that down. Wait, what, what's the what worst? You say? Who has the worst curse? Yeah, Drake. Drake or um. Kardashians, Kardashians. Anyway, um, going on about um, um, takeaway debate. The scores are currently one-one. You won episode one, and I won episode two. Who's gonna win episode three? Obviously me. Are, are you? Dumb? Oh come on. Are you? Are you dumb, bro? Are you? Are you dumb, fam? Well, I, 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 I'm gonna stop trying to speak like troops, but still. About my blood clot, young. <laughs> right, like that was really cr- cringy. Um, yeah, especially coming from two white dudes. Let me get into uh, the box score. So you have D'Angelo Russell with 26 points. D'Angelo Russell having the season of his career. Oh, still and improved. He's... Yeah, yeah, I've got to agree with you there. Uh, Karis Levert with 23 points. I, w- I, I'm also going to say that Karis Levert. Um... Didn't he? Was didn't he have that injury that? Uh, yeah, and I, and, I, and, I, and I do think that if Ka- I think if Karis Levert had been healthy for this season, he would have definitely won. I honestly think the Nets, the Nets would have been a top four seed. No, because at, at the beginning, um, he played really, really well. Then he got injured, and then just they just fell, fell apart really. And then obviously D'Angelo Russell carried them back. But anyway, that's on a different. Uh, that's for a different day. Jimmy Butler with 36 points. Uh, Joel Embiid with 22 points and 15 rebounds. And only played one half. Yeah, I was just gonna say he only played one half. And Boban. Yeah, but the, the thing is, if he'd played, if he'd played, if he'd played the second half, they would have won. And Boban. Uh, he had. The god that is Boban. 13 points. But he didn't well, shoot. Oh, hold, hold, hold up! You need to put God in front of Boban first. Reset. The great God of Boban. Yes. All hail Boban. All hail Boban. There, there is no God. There is only Boban. There is only Boban. Yeah. Um. There is no love. There is only Boban. We should. We should get Boban's love. Boban's life. Right there. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Sh- no. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Boban's love. Boban's. Boban's love. Should, Boban's we should life. get that. We should get that on the T-shirt. Did you know, fun fact, Ben Simmons has only attempted 12 three-point shots in his entire career, even including high school. Guess how, how many, um, guess how many Boban has attempted this year? A lot more. Um, 18. Oh, 18. He's made, actually, a few of them, actually. Which, for a sensor like Boban... He's, he's made 31%. For a sensor like we'll, Boban is amazing. It's that's not amazing. Seven foot six though. Perimeter shooting. 
I mean, obviously not, the, yeah, not, obviously uh, not consistent, but it's just, um, it's still impressive. Yeah, but the thing is, if you, if, like, the average where you need to be at as, as a three-point shooter nowadays in the league, you, basically, to be, to be an average to good th- NBA three-point shooter, you need to average anywhere between 35 and 38%. It still makes me laugh how... Every time I watch him when he was in the Clippers, just standing on his tiptoes and just putting his hand into the rim, that just makes me laugh. It, right. is, it is so good though. Have, no, have you seen him picking up his daughter from school? Oh, it's cringeworthy. Is it creepy though? Yeah, because the thing, the how he walks and greets her, picks her off of the, and this is in L- in LA, right? And you know, and you know, everyone in LA. Like it's so starstruck. Basically, all the kids were like, "Oh damn!" Like, damn. And then, and basically, and then the parents were horrified as he just lifts her up. And you know, so like, do they actually not know who the, who he is? No, they just thought he was a giant pe- uh, pedo. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, he does look kind of creepy. I give him that. Yeah, I mean, he has got something in his face. No, he just doesn't look right. His nose is humongous, that's for sure. His arm, his hands are like... Yeah, but the, th- the, th- the thing is, there might be height dysmorphia. Because the bigger that you are, and uh, the more chances that you develop um, dysmorphia in your body parts. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, you, me- you said I can mention all games of the weekend. So I'm going to yes. go with the Warriors game now. No, that yes, last, yes, that, last. that was that was your fault. You shouldn't have said all the games. Um, Chef Curry with thirty-eight points, fifteen rebounds. Call him by his proper name, though. Chef Curry. No, Steph Curry. Excuse me. No, it's Chef Curry. No, it's Steph. <laughs> um, so his proper name. Steph Curry. Fine. Um, you had. Kevin Durant with 23 points, even though he got ejected. Uh, Rock. I, I, can I just say something? I believe Stephen A's prediction of um. Oh, did, you, to watch him a bit today. did you see what Stephen A said, said on, on the? No, I, I honestly, to, I, I, honestly I honestly do believe of what Stephen A said is that Kevin Durant, that basically now that Patrick Beverly has now got in the head of Kevin Durant, Patrick Beverly is just. just just going to hammer Durant until until they're probably going to end up in a fist fight. They will, and that is exactly what Patrick Beverly's tactic is for everything. Yeah, now, uh, I honestly uh, thought that Kevin Durant wouldn't go into like be fooled by uh, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but then, but Pat, because you know, in the, because in the regular season, if you get 16 technical fouls, you're banned for three games. That's the maximum te- technical fouls you can have. Wait, no, it's same as, like one same, person. Same as football. If you get five yellow cards consecutively mm-hmm. um, in, in the Premier League or, or any football league, you're suspended for two games. Same with the NBA, but it's over 16 because technical fouls aren't. But if you get 16 technical fouls, you miss three games. And the, But the thing is, in the playoffs, because there's not that many games. If you, if you get six technical fouls, you're then suspended for two games. 
So, realistically, in the year that probably Kevin Durant is needed, because I, don't, I honestly think that, that what's going to happen now is that I think everyone will know that to get their most roughest defender and then just annoy Kevin Durant until he gets super frustrated. Anyway, we all know that it's Kevin Durant's last year, so I don't think he'll be taking it seriously. And then he'll be joining potentially that exact team. What do you mean? He might be joining the Clippers. <laughs> it, for me, for, for me, Kevin Durant is either joining three teams. It's Clippers, Nets, or New York. Clippers, Nets, or New York. Those are the biggest three free agent destinations. I, it will be honestly a massive uh, blow for uh, Clippers if they don't sign any uh, free agent because they have, don't they have it, like it's like realistically I on if Toronto don't get past the second round or Toronto I think if Toronto don't if Toronto don't get to the um what do you call it the um Eastern Conference Finals. Then I, then I can honestly see that Kawhi leaves the Raptors because the thing is, for what we know, that Kawhi Leonard might still stay with the Raptors. Although I think that's unlikely. I, I don't think he will. Anyway, next game. Next game. I didn't even mention the Lake uh, Clippers uh, box score, but uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander with 18 points. Um. I, I honestly think that Shea Gildish Alexander might be creeping up in my top five. Creeping up in the top five. For Rookie of the Year. Although it's not it's not a... Because the thing is, Kevin Knox had a brilliant start to the season, but it's kind of dampened off. So, once we make our final award predictions, which we are going to do before the award show, in about two weeks... Um... Uh, Shea Gilch Alexander might be in my top five. Uh, Danilo, Gal- Ga- Danilo Gallinari with 15 points. Voice. And Lou Will with 25 points. And Montres Harrell with 26 points. Next game, you were just talking about the Raptors. Uh, was I mean, Kawhi, but Raptors versus Magic. What an upset that was. It's not an upset. Not an upset, but no. Orlando, Orlando were lucky first of all. How? Like, if you if you look down the stretch, um, what was the final score again? One hundred four, one hundred one. Yeah, that yeah. And if if DJ Augustine hadn't hit that shot, it would have gone to overtime. And. And I honestly think that Raptors would have won because you could clearly see that Orlando were burnt out. But they still managed to tie the game up at, um, near the end, and then just uh, magically. Uh, no, uh, no, I, no, I, no, I honestly think the Raptors win this in in six. Now I'm going to change my prediction. I think Warriors win in five because I Four. still do. I, I still do believe that no I honestly do believe that um, the Clippers will win at least one game even Stephen A said it today he says he believes the Clippers 
will get one game. At, um, the, he's not uh, suspended, Kevin Durant, though, is he? No, he's not suspended, but the fact is that he's he's got... The thing is, he's got two technical fans, and if he gets four more, even though if he doesn't get any more in this playoff series, if he gets one against Houston or one in the finals, that then he could miss three games. He could miss nearly the entire finals if he if he keeps because he's already got two. If he gets another two and then another two in the finals, then he then you haven't got Durant for the finals. That'd be a big blow. Although I still think that. Um, yeah, but yeah, but realistically, I mean, their replacement would yeah, be Andre Andre Iguodala, who's still. Yeah, but Andre Iguodala is a thirty-six-year-old man. He's still good. No, he's been shit this year. He's no. been shit. He's been shit this year. He's had an injury. His, if you look at his perimeter defense. This year, his rating has gone down by five defensive points. In what, what are you saying? In what? Andrea Guadala is not full of his own. He, he is the same age as Dwayne Wade. No, one year younger, but... He is a 35, 34, 35 year old man. I do not think that you can trust him to defend a Giannis at the age of 36. Defend... Defend a James Harden at the age of 36. And that's why he only got... He, he only, he's only going to get limited playoff limits. Steve Kerr's already said that um, they're only going to use him for a maximum of 50 minutes <laughs> to get I still, I, I still think they could uh, not dominate the game, uh, or at least a game, but I still think they can manage to pull off a close win against, if it is against Milwaukee or anybody in the NBA Finals. Um, yeah, but with Andre Iguodala in that squad, I think that series goes, because what, what I said is that if it, if it, like, in the NBA Finals, if Kevin's Durant there, um, then it will finish in six. If Kevin Durant's not there, it will finish in seven. The NBA Finals. The box score for that game. Uh, DJ Augustine with 25 points. Aaron Gordon with 10 points, 10 rebounds. Aaron Gordon, the failed prospect. Fame. They said it. They said he was going to be. He was going to be the new face of Orlando, and he has not lived up. We are waiting on the likes of Shekwes and Mo Bamba to save this Orlando squad. I swear he's. I swear he didn't play a, a few games though. Um, Mo Bamba only played 25 games this season. 25. He's had a lot of DMPs, but the thing is, uh, I think that with the, the things with Mo Bamba is that with his height, he's not fast enough for the NBA. That's something you can obviously tell. He's a great defender, but he his I th- I honestly think he probably needs another six months in the G League because towards the end of the season he started playing in the Orlando Magic G League team. That doesn't mean he's bad, but that does mean he just needs to develop a bit more. What the the and I 
I honestly think that Nikola Vucevic is an underrated um, yeah, free agent this year. Because if you if you need if you need a centre and because realistically the the best centres in in next year's free agency or this year's free agency are Demarcus Cousins and um yeah are Demarcus Cousins and Nikola Vucevic. They're what? Sorry. Um, Demarcus Cousins and Nikola Vucevic. And what I will say is that although Demarcus Cousins has been shit, he's still a max player. No, because Demarcus Cousins this year, oh my god! Although although he has some good games, the stats that he does bring, well, the, like he, he the, just, this he, is the, he just this, got away with him. Because this is how ba- this is how how bad he's been playing. Every time he's on the floor for the Warriors. He makes them a work yeah, a worse team offensively episode. and defensively. But I honestly think that if he can't recover from this injury and this is the new Demarcus Cousins, it's a damn shame because the Demarcus Cousins of old was probably the best centre in the league. But now the, but for now but now for me the best centre in the league is Joel Embiid, without question. You had, um, so I mentioned DJ Augustine, and that's all for the box score. What about, what about, what about who scored for, uh, Toronto? I was, was going to say, uh, Siakam with 24 points. Kawhi Siakam, with, another most improved player candidate. Um, Kawhi with 25. Nice. And that is it. Next game. I, I, I would honestly say that Kawhi... If he had played maybe 20 more games this season, because he only played 40 games, and if he'd played 20 more games, he would have been sure considered. Most of them was just because they were resting him, though. He, if he played 20 more games or, or 10, he would have played. If he played 10 to 15 more games, he he would have been in MVP for a conversation. Because the fact is that. Kawhi Leonard has a better plus net rating than both Harden and Giannis. That means he's for this year he's a more effective player for Toronto. He's got more effect efficiency rating than Giannis and James Harden. And what I love is that everyone is saying to James Harden's MVP, but the fact is that out of the three, because out of the three best players in the league right now, which personally, for me, the three best players in the league are um, are uh, are James Harden, and Kawhi, are James Harden, Kawhi, and um, what do you call it? Giannis. Giannis. And then probably Joel Embiid. But the thing is. You can't even consider Kawhi Leonard in MVP conversation because of how many games he did not play. If he played more games, he would be in a he would be in my top three for MVP. Um, I'll be honest. Spurs. What do you what do you think about Kawhi Leonard not playing games this year? I mean, most of them, like I just said, were probably weren't they because they were just resting him. I I don't really know. And. I, I, I still don't think he would have been an MVP candidate. 
Remember the thing is he's averaging at 27.5 points. He's basically averaging the same stat line as Giannis, just less rebounds and two less assists. But on a better shooting efficient no, Giannis has got the best shooting efficiency, but overall PR. Kawhi Leonard's got better PR than both Harden and Giannis, which makes him a more effective player overall than both Giannis and Harden. Um, I, I still like, as I said, I, I still don't think he would have won MVP or been. Top uh, I, three. No, yeah, but how 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 would he have not even been Nikola good? Jokic has had a better season than him. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That the thing is, I, no, I, I may think... have put him in the top ten conversation, but definitely not top three. No, what? No, why? No, what I will say is that no, actually, you make a good point. The best three players on form right now in the NBA are are Giannis, James Harden, and Nikola Jokic. The five best players in the NBA at the moment. And the five players in the MVP conversation for me are James Harden. Uh, are James Harden, Giannis. Who's your third? Uh, uh, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns. Where's Curry? <laughs> Curry and Curry is seventh, seventh in my MVP vote. Um. So, hang on, wait. So you think Kawhi's had a better season than Curry? Yeah, definitely. the The fact is that he has a better efficiency than he has a top three efficiency in the league. Like for for major for if you, if you look at the top ten star players in the league, he has a better efficiency than Harden, a better efficiency than Kevin Durant. Better efficiency than Giannis, but for most of the season, you had, um, excuse me, Curry averaging, uh, Curry averaging, um, top uh, top points this season throughout uh, most of the season. Curry's not even even in my top five for MVP. No, you, I mean I probably put him six much as I love Curry. No, because Car- look, look, Carl Anthony Towns is definitely having a better season than Curry on MVP form. Nikola Jokic is is is. I think he, Nikola Jokic is the most underrated player in the league. Um, Joel Embiid. I'm losing faith in Joel Embiid, and I'm losing it quickly. And that's not because I don't believe in his playing ability. I just believe that we will never see the best Joel Embiid until we get a full season of actually him being healthy. Which will probably not happen. It de- it depend it depend the thing it, it it really depends on on how good that strength and conditioning department in Philadelphia is. Um, final game of opening day you had Spurs winning against Nuggets at home at Nuggets home don't kind of remember what the arena is called 
Um, DeMar DeRozan with 18 points, 12 rebounds. I, I honestly think that this was a fluke, and if you played the game, game once more, I think they would have won. Why do you think it's a fluke? Because I, I honestly do think that... Um, I don't, yeah, but if you consider everything about Denver's home record, and they and they only they then only this lost surely fun. this loss is very yeah. disappointing for them. Yeah, but and can I can, can I can I just say the 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 two teams in that five that um that uh, Denver know that one of those five losses that Denver lost at home to was San Antonio. So, the only thing that worries me about the thing, no, I so those five. Yeah, what well, Warriors were still able to beat um, Nuggets at their home. Yeah, and but the fact they blew them out. Yeah, but the, yeah, but that was without Jokic. Jokic only played a half and then came off with an injury. Keep talking whilst I just look for proof of that. It was with Jokic. Yeah, but why are you trying to prove your point? Because I, I honestly don't think Jokic played that night. I cannot remember from the top of my head. Just carry on what you what you wanted to make as your point. Why why are you trying so hard to prove? I just want to prove to you that your your remembering is wrong. Boom! Right there. Your remembering is wrong. First of all, use proper damn English, and then we can talk. Your your memory. Your that's oh thanks. Uh, your memory was wrong, but he was not play. He was playing. Yeah, how many minutes? 23. That, 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 20, 23 minutes on a, four, on a 48 minute game. That, that, that basically means that he just play, he, he played one half. Shut up. <laughs> he played, he played one half. Same as... Um, the box score for that game, I just mentioned, uh, but, but I, but I honestly, I honestly think that for once, I think Co- Coach Popovich should. Well, he's the greatest coach of all time, and he's got the um, most wins out of any coach. Wins, yeah. Uh, uh, what I would love to see is that that um, that they announce either Mike Shevsky as the new Lakers coach, or it probably it might be as well Tyron Lue. It, it, it probably it, the the Lakers. There are three candidates for Lakers coach. There will be Phil, J- Phil Jackson, a terrible GM but brilliant coach. He nearly ruined the New York Knicks uh, as a GM. But um, I, th- I think it probably will be Tyronn with the whole the GM situation. Uh well. No, but the thing is, Genie Bus, Bus, apparently, um, Brian Windhorst has reported that um, that a Genie Bus is trying to is trying to get um, LeBron to have less influence over the team. Right. Um, going to Denver, uh, Nikola Jokic actually was the fourth player to get a triple double in his playoff debut. Including LeBron, but he got a triple double: ten points, fourteen rebounds, fourteen assists. 
uh, Gary Harris with 20 points and that's all for opening playoff day now do you want me to go to yesterday's games yes I do fine uh, the Celtics with a low scoring game won 84-74 against the Pacers uh, for the Pacers you had uh, Bogdanovich with 12 points and Corey Joseph with 14 for Boston you had Kyrie Irving with 20 points and Marcus Morris with 20 points anything else well, to say about that? I I honestly think that um, Indiana win the next game because the, th- the, th- the thing is that they, even though they won Boston did not look like a team and the fact is that if you've even got Al Horford, who's meant to be one of the kindest guys in the league, shouting at his own teammates, it really shows you the chemistry that team has. The Bucks. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. And then the next, and then the next game is in Indiana. So I definitely, I still think no, that not the next game. Oh, the game after, but but I seriously do think that this series will go to seven. The next game, Detroit versus. Um, also, also breaking news um, that, that we can talk about in the, new, in the news and how that's going to affect. Although we can speak about it now, Blake Griffin has been confirmed with, with a lower knee injury to miss the rest of the season. Basically, conf- confirming bas- it's going to be a sweep. Yes, conf- confirming it's going to be a sweep because because in my predictions I gave. Um, I gave Detroit one game only because of how Blake Griffin in the last 15 games of the season once had, he's uh, well, uh, well, uh, was having a monster was having the best season of his career because the, the fact is that through the last 15 games Blake Griffin was averaging 34 points 14 rebounds and 6 assists through the last 15 games of the season and and oh, uh, uh, and uh, and what I said in that video is that in the last episode was that if he carried that over, then it would have been deadly, because now now they're just gonna get swept and it's gonna be ugly as. And as well, the um, actually no, I won't mention that. Anyway, um, if a box score for that game, Andre Drummond with 12 points, 12 rebounds. Giannis hit two threes. And giving is Stephen because Stephen has had a uh, what's it called a three th- three throw line, line dunk. All I all I want to put out there is that Stephen A, if you're listening, your main criticism of Giannis was that in the playoffs he wouldn't be able to shoot threes. He shot sixty percent from three on two out of three attempts. Boy, that is it. Two out of three or two out of four. Uh, he was. Hang on. Or is it one out of four? I'm confusing now. <laughs> Sorry to break this to you, but it was one of five. Oh, I'm confusing him with the game the other day. So he shot 20%. Oh, oh sugar. Sugar, but there was. So, so you want to take that back? Should I, should yes, I call- I'm sorry, Stephen A. Um, it, 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 because I can honestly remember one of the last two games of the season. Where where um, Giannis shot two from three, and then I was super excited. But the fact is but that his motion looks looks nice. 
It's improving, it's improving. Um, Detroit uh, top scorer Luke Kennard. So, uh, if you'll see the highlights now, but he had um, a few. Uh, he had a step back three as well. That was pretty nice. Um, de- decent white white boy basketballer. Damn. The be- no, but I, I will honestly say the best white boy basketballer in the Steph NBA, Curry. right? And no, don't say he's he's. Steph don't you dare say race. he's mixed race because he's not. No, no, I, I always get confused. Dale Curry's mixed race. Stephen Curry's not. So I mean. Yeah, he's no, not Curry's mixed race. race, but but I don't know how genetics work, but because I do, and I don't want to get into racist things, but because his dad's mixed race and his mum's white, there's more probability of him being white than I think that's it. I I try to word it in the best way possible. Milwaukee, um, Giannis had 24 points, 17 rebounds. George Hill was 16. Eric Bledsoe with 15, Brooke Lopez with 14, and finally, before I leave that game, Andre Drummond got ejected for a flagrant two. Although I, I don't think that should have been a flagrant two. Did you see it? Yeah. Have you heard that they're introducing the flagrant two in wheelchair basketball? No, well, I don't think there's actually flagrant twos though. They call it a non uh, non sporting like foul. I said I asked him. You can't I, name people in here. You named the last episode. Yeah, but I thought you'd edited that out because you said you would. No, I didn't. Oh come on! So so if watches this, we're sorry. Anyway, now now, now we've forgotten name dropping. Um, a certain person. <laughs> a certain person, right? Um, when I the, said to, when I said to him, he. He, when I when I said that he was talking about some unsportsmanlike foul, and then when I said, "So do you mean it's a flagrant? It was a freight flagrant foul?" And him, along with uh, someone else, I can't remember. I think it was PJ as well. But completely, they were completely confused because I don't think that it's actually called a flagrant foul. I think it's just called an unsportsmanlike. Oh, oh yeah, because you know, you know, draw. And there was a video that surfaced around lately. You know George from Hornets, oh. now now on Southwest Warriors. Yeah. He uh, on it on his Instagram. I don't know if you have him on Instagram, but he shared a video of him about a month ago. He was at he was at a Div One game, and then basically this guy, this they they were going to get the rebound, and George, George was like literally got the rebound here. And as soon as he caught it, a, a guy punched him in the back of the head. Did he and not get refer- ejected for it? And the, and, the, and the referee didn't call it. Um, um, the dad got on the court. Um, dad, dad got asked to leave. Dad, leave. Nah, his dad's very passionate though about basketball. Yeah, his his the the thing is the referee didn't call it. So so basically the ref the ref. Which you don't see that um, that often, and because I worked on the table, it basically what happens is that if the table wants, if because I work on the table, which is a part of wheelchair basketball refereeing, um, because in the in the stand game it's done di- digitally, um, the scoreboard, but and and you have your own um, team that does that via another part of the re- arena. 
But what I will say is that the, the table can call referee timeout, and then the t- and then the table and the referee come together and discuss. So apparently, the table called a referee timeout, and they they but they asked the player in question, um, and and the coach and the and the two coaches to come together and discuss it. And uh, George had got subbed off. And then what happened is that they decided that, um, that the guy was only going to get a foul of being too aggr- getting, getting not even an unsportsmanlike foul, um, but just get, get getting a a um, defensive foul for being too aggressive on the rebound. Because because no, because the thing is, what happened is that you can clearly see on his face he was frustrated that he didn't get the rebound. But the, the 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 way that he's the, the and but the the guy considering was a forty year old man. He was the age of like Pat and stuff. He punched him in the back of the head. Yeah, like literally, you can see he's visibly frustrated. Is that actually he, on Instagram? Is that it on his Instagram? No, actually, no, actually, it's on his YouTube. Oh, I can't even remember his YouTube. Wheelie George. Thanks for that. I'll check that out later. But anyway, it's it's from like three months ago. But that that on Sportsman Night Fouls just reminded me of that. Because he does but, actually film. Uh, no, basically, does film a lot. It, no, basically, his dad films the game, but he just does the vlogging to the games. His dad's pretty. His dad's a pretty good cameraman. Yeah, I know. And his dad gives the mini commentary of the game, and it's funny. He gets loads of views. Though. Bring him on one day. Bring him on. Yeah, like yeah, but George likes you. George doesn't like me. True that. Because I because, think, because I don't think he minds it. Like I don't think he really. Uh, I think he likes everyone pretty much. No, because no, because no, 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 oh, no, no. It's Maddie that doesn't like me because I um, I I, I was put on at the tryouts. So I was put on Matt Maddie. And what I'd done is that I'd blocked on halfway. I'd done a fair, I'd done a fair block, and which led her to get the offensive foul. And then she started swearing at me. And and mind you, she's and she's she's even younger than you. She was the youngest there trying out. And although she's very good and she's GB, sh- shout out to you, Maddie. But for 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 a thirteen-year-old, she started coming up in my face and, and said, like. In kind of a London thingy, started mocking me and, sw- and swearing at me. Uh, and then when I did it, the exact same th- same thing to George, he just patted me on the back, which is why I like George. The big that um at tryouts over the summer for regionals. I think you were there, but you were talk you were talking to uh, Connell. You know what the um the thing you were talking about just a second ago. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm trying to look for it. But the, Look like, for it after. Yeah, alright, no, because it all it's what he does with his videos, right, is like put the um the little star and put like intense or must watch, you know. Which maybe yeah. we should start doing that. No, 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 like we're a podcast, we're not vloggers. If we're vloggers, that'll be a different thing. Actually once we're in LA, vlogging could be an option. And also, um, 
I mean, we, I know you said you didn't say this, but you did at some point say to be like Arsenal fan TV, but go to every different NBA. When did team. I say that? Trust me, it wasn't. I don't think it was in a video, but it was like before. He was like, "Oh, I also dream." Yeah, but how it, we can, it, um, it, 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 it was. It was only an idea, and this, but what I meant by that is that we could that we could go to different NBA stadiums. And then review the matches from the stadium. I don't, and I don't mean interview fans, because yeah, I, I, have, yeah. like troops and I mean every fan that broadcasts does it. Yeah, but was it something like that? Um, anyway, we've got a few more games to go through, and then we got news to talk about. Um, Thunder lost to uh, Portland, one hundred four, one ninety nine. Uh, Paul George. Um, Expected, and I, I honestly think that, um, that. I, I do honestly think that um, the players will win this in five. Win this in five? Yeah, I, I originally said six, but I still, I, I still probably think it's six. Um, but Russell Westbrook, he had a triple double. Paul George with twenty-six points, ten rebounds. And that is it. Portland, uh, Damian Lillard with 30 points and a few uh, deep threes as well. Uh, McCullum with 24 points. And Ennis Kanter actually put a really decent performance. 20 points, 18 rebounds. And seeing as they didn't have Yusuf Nurkic, he's, he's been a pretty a decent um, backup uh, centre. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, final game: Houston versus Utah. Houston winning 122-90. Expected. Although what I will say is that Ricky Rubio, what are you doing? He had the right idea. No, he had the right idea, but at least carry it out properly against yeah, James but, Harden yeah, but, of all people. Yeah, but the th- the, th- the thing is, with, with the way nowadays that you defend dominant scorers. You don't defend them from the front if they have the ability to um, to step back. What you do is you defend them from their weak, from the from from their shooting hand side. So so James Harden is left-handed. You, you you defend him from the side on the left hand on the left hand side. I know, but I, I know that you, he wanted to do that, but the fact that he was literally defending him right behind like literally standing behind him and just giving him wide open it's just not even going to comment anymore on that um Ricky Rubio himself actually he had 15 points uh Rudy Gobert with 22 I, I honestly think that that the although the, although they lost I think the Giants showed promise on defence to they showed promise on the events, which is which is why I think this series will will be in five. I still think the Jazz will win one game, although I I I do believe that we we saw the start we we saw the start of Rudy Gobert being exposed, because you know, Rudy Gobert won't won't even one foot out of the paint, and and if and if he does, he becomes a terrible terrible, terrible defender. Can I just say for Houston and James Harden? Because I was going to say that he uh, got a tri- near triple double. 
um, 29 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists. But I feel like the only reason why is because of how extremely weirdly Ricky Rubio was defending him. And I don't want to seem like a huge um, hardened hater, but I don't. I feel like this is sort of a more let off game than we usually uh, think of Harden I, in the playoffs. I honestly, because no, because what? Because honestly, one one other thing, and one other thing that that the draw and if you look back at the, at the two plays. That um, when uh, Ricky Rubio defended uh, Harden from the side, the main point of defending from the side is trying to get Harden to shoot a mid-range and therefore block the mid-range from the side. That 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 and interrupt his shooting process from the side because of how he's shooting from the left side. That's that's how that that that's the whole point of defending from the side. Now, and also another point of defending from the side is that which Ricky Rubio did on the first one is that if if from the side he does get past you, it's not to then force the step back, it's to force Harden to have to drive to the paint. Because e- even though if Harden pulls up for a mid-range, um, pulls up, pulls up, pulls up for a mid-range, and then Ricky Rubio can still block it. So, it, and it technically forced Harden to drive, drive, drive into the paint. He's he's then met with Rudy Gobert, and then you can see for a second that that Harden panicked. So therefore, defensively, you know, because yeah, when because when it was on social media and uh, Houston House of Highlights put it on that when he was defending him literally from behind. He went. He drive. He drove into the key, and then he just stopped. Didn't know what to do, and just passed out. And that, and that's and that's the uh, the other goal of of defending from the side slash back. You you because it forces Harden to go in one direction. And if you want Rudy Gobert in the paint, James Harden's going to have to face Rudy Gobert. And the fact is that if J the the fact is, in the situation that James Harden wants to face Rudy Gobert, he wants to face Rudy Gobert in the mid-range because he can easily get the step back on Rudy Gobert and expose Rudy Gobert's perimeter defense. But if you get Rudy Gobert in the post, Rudy Gobert's the best post defender in the world, and and if James Harden's forced to the post, he knows his shot's going to get blocked ne- nearly 80% of the time. So therefore, he had to pass it out. So technically, although it did look stupid, and although all, although Ricky Rubio only defended sixty, like he only he only did did it, he didn't do it properly, but it still worked. Can I just say when you were referring to George, I actually I literally just saw it. The guy that punched him in the back of the head is massive. He's a massive fat black bloke. <laughs> no joke, no joke. And he, as he was shooting uh, George, he just goes bam right in the back of his head. And then George was I like, thought, the "I thought f- it was a re- I thought it was a rebound." No, no, he was he was about to shoot, and then he just punched him right in the back of the head. He's like, "The fuck!" <laughs> All right, um, that is, I think, yes, that is all of our uh, NBA sc- scores for today. 
let's get on to the NBA news. We stopped for a bit to look at the, uh, I'm not going to laugh at the Notre Dame uh, Cathedral fire because that's not funny, but just the way the BBC was covering it, that made me laugh. But um, uh, news for right now. Um, um, Luke Walton, my yeah, boy. Luke Walton. Uh, he's he's been signed by Sacramento Kings. Uh, that, that was very quick. He. I don't think it does say what contract he has. But what I will say is I really, really do like this pickup. I honestly think that that Luke Walton fits the Sacramento Kings better than Dave Yeager fit um, Sacramento. Because the thing is, if you look at how Luke Walton plays, he plays fast basketball. He plays pacey basketball, and you saw and you saw it before LeBron took over the tactics because LeBron LeBron wanted to play a slower version of basketball. But if you see Luke, Luke Walton, it's basically get the rebound, run, a bit like what Sacramento did, and it focused on that passing and that three-point shooting and that playmaking. And I definitely think that it's going to suit that De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hield, Bogdan duo. And I honestly think that if the whole point of firing Dave Yeager was to actually have a chance at hiring Luke Walton, I'm a bit more in favour of them, them actually firing Dave Yeager because, because of how I honestly think Luke Walton is a better fit for Sacramento than, than what Dave Yeager was for Sacramento. Thing is, Dave Vega had already developed them into a playoff team, but why? But what I will say is that Luke Walton and the way that Sacramento now want to play, I think it fits Luke Walton better than what the Lakers wanted Luke Walton to do, especially with LeBron there. And furthermore, the whole idea of Dave Yeager, although he's not a fast and pace coach. And what he did with with Sacramento was amazing, but that if if you could get a coach that's better suited to you, like Luke Walton, I don't really mind looking back at it. And I'm and I'm not going to say it's a good firing because who in their right mind fi- fires a coach that that w- was two games away from getting you to the playoffs, w- where you hadn't even been to the playoffs in ten years. So. It, it it's really a point of no because I honestly think if they, if they, if they had made the playoffs I, I don't even think Jaeger would have been sacked I th- I think they would have waited till the end of the playoffs to sack Jaeger or there or the end of their playoff run rather uh, do you have anything more to say on that Luke Luke Walton job offer I mean job um, uh, what I will say well I I'll just summarise that. Personally, I feel that it's a good fit, and I I understand what I think I do now understand why they sacked Jaeger. Um, and I think that's all I've got to say on it. Cripple one, wait, what? Uh, Cripple two has got your uh, UFC to do. So right, take uh, it away. Pr- right, I'm going to compare these with my predictions. Uh, first of all, we start with on the main card with the light heavyweight fight of. Nikita Krylov and Ovin Simpro. 
Um, I was reminded by um, the Weasel, another good fellow uh, MMA YouTuber, um, that both of these men had fought before in the early stages of Krylov's career, and Ovin Simpru battered him. Um, and but in this case, Krylov, um, who, which surprises me because Ovin Simpru is the more dangerous submission artist. Um, beats um, Ovinson Pruitt at his own game. I do not know which submission. I think it w- think it was a choke of some kind. I will double check that for um, episode 11. Um, Dwight, um, the prospect Dwight Grant um, beats Alan Joban. Um, I think Alan Joban is coming to that point where where you could honestly suggest that he could retire um and yeah then you could all then next fight um I think for me surprise fight of the night um that rhymed I know I'm a poetry genius and I've just weirded out weirded out all all our listeners I'm sorry um Khalil Roundtree beats Eric Anders in a decision which I did not think um, it would have gone that way, but fair dues to Khalil Roundtree. Now, on to the juicy fight. Israel Adesanya now becomes interim middleweight champion and is ready for for a um, head-on-head-on clash with Robert Whittaker at probably UFC 241 or 243. Um, this fight versus Ke- Kelvin Gastelum was probably a contender for fight of the year. Um, I honestly think that Kelvin Gastelum looked like the better fighter for round one and round two. And then I think Israel Adesanya put his game plan into motion and just finished him off. I think the fight should have been called off um, at the third knockdown in the fifth round. You could see Calvin Gaston was way out of it. And you could see the fluid striking of Adesanya. Now, the only thing that does worry me about, about Adesanya, and that is one thing that we mentioned in the Anderson Silva fight, his striking defense is poor, and I think with an opponent that would have had the same height as him and the same reach as him, the because um, Calvin Gaston is much shorter than Israel Adesanya, probably about four inches. And if it if it would have been a person of, of a bit a tiny bit smaller or about the same height. I definitely think he would have been in trouble because he wasn't defending the cover-up shot properly, and we all know that the left-right right hook combination of Kelvin Gaston is probably one of the most deadly combination at middleweight. And then you have your um, lightweight main event, which I'm not really that surprised about, but but Cripple One was. I don't, I don't know why, um, but. What I will say is Dustin Poirier finishes Max Holloway. Uh, This now means that Dustin Poirier has two wins over Max Holloway. Uh, One of them 
one one of those wins was about tw- uh, ten years ago at featherweight. Um, Matt, Max Holloway's second fight in the UFC. Um, and unfortunately, um, Max Holloway can't deliver. What I will say is that this was a dominant victory. I don't agree that it was a 49-6 fight on any account, but I do I do believe that it was probably a 49-47 instead of a 49-46. And I don't know how Khabib could tweet that that was a draw. I think Khabib's giving too much credit to Max Holloway. But anyway, um, Dustin Poirier dominates. And then one thing you can say about Max Holloway is that he looked... Like, the thing is, when you move up in weight, um, you... You have to face the consequence... You have to face the consequence of... Of having to deal with that extra weight. Some fighters deal with it okay, some fighters don't. So, and you can see he, he, you can see he felt uncomfortable with throwing punches and how normally he's the pressure fighter, but and normally he's the one that waits for you to make the mistake. And and that's how the classic Max Holloway at featherweight cut all these guys out. But, uh, but I think he finally found a guy. That, and because I think Max Holloway tricked himself in thinking now that he has more power that he could be the aggressor and I think that severely backfired and he walked into too many shots and it was almost like roles had reversed because Dustin Poirier normally is the more aggressive fighter and not the counter fighter but Dustin Poirier was was the better counter fighter um, so realistically I don't I, I would honestly um, want to see Max Holloway at, at 155 again because I don't I do believe that that um, Max Holloway had an amazing third round to recover from a dominant second round beating when in the second round that fight could have been stopped easily um, and to recover and didn't and draw the, the third round that, that takes a lot of guts so I would definitely like to see him at lightweight again Maybe against a weaker ranked opponent. Maybe with an Alex Hernandez. If if Max Holloway wants to stay 155, I would definitely say the next fight at 155 is either a fight with Michael Johnson or with Michael Johnson or um, or Alex Hernandez at 155. If he goes back to 145. You've still got to beat to beat Magomed Sharipov, um, who who is probably the most complete UFC fighter we have ever seen. He he is a black belt in in every martial art. We have never seen anything like Zabit, and Zabit Zabit is from Dagestan, the same place as um, Khabib. Now, people say that, that they're part of the same team. In Dagestan, you've got two two M- MMA schools. One run by by um, Hashid Nurmagomedov, which is uh, Khabib's father. 
and that's where all of Khabib's team comes from. And and then there's another guy who runs another MMA academy, um, and and he and he comes from there. But and and this guy is a former karate, taekwondo, black belt, sambo world champion. So, uh, same as Khabib's father, because Khabib's father is a sambo champion. Basically, sambo is is basically more aggressive wrestling if for more context to Cropa One, if you didn't know. Um, and Zabit looks like one of the best prospects to ever come out of Russia. And yeah, um, but I definitely think the that he's that you've got to consider Zabit at 145 if Max Holloway goes back down. And I think um, and I do think Max there is some interest in Max Holloway moving back down because I still think he can be a dominant champion at 145. Um, then you, then potentially the winner of Jose Al, although they fought bef- um, two times before and Max Holloway has won both fights against Jose Aldo, you've just got to say that ever since losing that second fight to Max Holloway, Jose Aldo has been on a path of redemption beating contender after contender after prospect after prospect and now that he's on a three fight win streak and if he beats Volkanovski which I think is the is that is a number one contenders fight for that um win for that featherweight title so any of those three guys could actually get a fight against Max Holloway who who I would think would win I think Max Holloway still beats um, Volkanovski because I, I do think Volkanovski being shorter being having less of a reach advantage and being more of a wrestler and how Max Holloway is more of a pressure fighter I do believe that Max Holloway would win against Volkanovski I, I do not think that, that because and because the beat is so well rounded and Probably skills-wise, Zabit is the best MMA fight in the world. Skills-wise, he hasn't been tested against real top five opposition, but as soon as he uh, he's beat Jeremy Stevens, but as soon as soon as soon as he gets to face a top three contender, I definitely can see Zabit being that uh, champion at, at featherweight. I also do believe that. Um, Jose Aldo has a chance, although, although, although then then again, Holloway has mastered the way, way in how to beat Jose Aldo. So yeah, that's that's my review of UFC 236 and more to come. Do you have do you have any more words of, words of wisdom, wisdom Crip One? No, no UFC. No, not on UFC, but um, before we get out of here, do you have anything more to say? I mean, I thought I was going to mention the football scores, but... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, I, I was having a blind side. Um, well, right now, I think, yeah, it's uh, Arsenal won 1-0 against Watford, it uh, just happened. Real Madrid uh, drew against Leg- Leganes, which... If we did carry on football roundup as football roundup, soccer roundup, then 
I did do a detailed analysis, but we'll talk about that in a different episode. Um, Sunday, you had Liverpool winning against Chelsea 2-0. Liverpool scoring within like two minutes. Mohamed Salah with an amazing goal. Uh, no, not within two minutes. Within 20 minutes. Difference. No. So no, Sadio Mane scored 51 in 50 with fifth. Oh, it, it, within two minutes. I thought within two minutes of the game starting. No, like, no, I'm... no. Um, then Raheem Sterling scored two and Gabriel Jesus scored one as uh, Man City won 3-1 against Crystal Palace. Um, as I mentioned with the whole Drake curse thing, Lille won against Paris Saint-Germain 5-1. Bayern Munich winning 4-1 against Dusseldorf. Premier League on Saturday, you had uh, United barely and definitely shouldn't have won against West Ham. Southampton winning against. But, but then West Ham, bo- West Ham bottled it. No, they, cla- no, they no. collapsed on the defense and then it, and then it caused the two penalties. No, that first penalty shouldn't have really been a penalty. No, no personally, I, I do believe the first penalty was a penalty. The second penalty was definitely a penalty. Yeah, the second penalty was definitely a penalty, but I don't think the first one was. Fulham managing to somehow win against Everton. 2-0 scores. Bournemouth destroying Brighton. Very frustrated Brighton, especially with uh, Anthony Nakart getting, I was about to say, ejected. (laughs) Red card. Getting a red card. and ever, since, ever since the semi-final loss to um, City, they haven't been the same. And finally, Lucas Moura scoring the first hat-trick in Tottenham's new stadium as they win 4-0 against Huddersfield. Predictable. And that is all I have. Um, okay, so r- roundup of everything, bro, you know. Um, 150 Real Episode 2 tomorrow. Sorry about the d- delay. We, we will now be on schedule. We've just had constant issues and now we have no educational priorities for for the rest of the week two well i've got two weeks um so we will try and get as much content as out and stick to schedule if you don't know our schedule check our instagram do do a second cheeky plug on our instagram social media slide slide up on here podcast underscore blog and Keep, keep your heads screwed on for that for that Star Wars trailer analysis tomorrow. And takeaway debate, which will come out on Wednesday. Yes, which we've already got two topics for. Two questions for the NBA, which uh, pretty interesting uh, topics. Uh, we will we will not um, spoil spoil them, but um, who's going to take the lead again? It's currently one one. It will be me, by the way. No, it will not. Want to say that again? Yeah, let, let's fight, mate. Let, let, let's let's give let's give these fans Jake Paul, Logan Paul, all the Pauls. Anybody, any of the Pauls, I don't care. Bring it. No, no, but get guess on the undercard. Two cripples fighting. Anyway, thank you very much for your. Thank you, uh, mate. Wait, what? Thank you very much for watching. And see, we'll miscommunication, see you. people. We will see you on the takeaway debate. See ya, and I will, and we will, I, and I will see you guys on the 150 reel. Bye bye.